Have you heard of the story about Derek Redmond? He was this British Olympian, a runner. And during the 1992 Barcelona Summer Olympics, he ran one of the greatest races of all time. It was the semifinal of the 400 meter dash. And Derek was top of the field, easily set to be the winner. And as the race went off, it was off to a great start for him. Things were going well. In a similar way, just think of our Lord Jesus. We heard in that first reading from the Acts of the Apostles how Jesus was performing miracle after miracle. He had amassed great numbers of followers. We know from other places in the gospel that when he spoke in the temple, his words would sometimes be irrefutable. Many even thought that he was going to establish some great earthly kingdom or fight for some great earthly prize. Things seemed to be going quite well. And then get this, as Derek is 150 meters into the race, something terrible happened for Derek. The crowd saw him stumble, fall to the ground in agony. His hamstring had torn. The rest of the runners finished rather quickly. He would not advance to the finals, and even more, his running career was done. It was over. Surely, this is what many people thought when looking at Christ crucified, that it was over. That all they were hoping for in Jesus was lost. His disciples, you know, went in hiding, and, and some of them even denied ever having known Jesus. They were afraid of what others would think of them if they were public about the trust they put in him. And, and it seemed that due to this death, many fell away. As Derek lay there on the track, something was happening within him. He became determined to still finish the race. He got back up and started hopping towards the finish line. That wasn't neat enough in itself. Something amazing then happened. A man from the stands, this big stadium, comes, comes running down from the stands, pushing his way through the security and medical staff and coaches. And he runs onto the track right towards Derek. He puts his arms around him. It was his father. He takes his son. They limp together with Derek's head on his shoulder, weeping in pain to the finish line, to a standing ovation.
Sure, Jesus not only had fallen, but he was even crucified and died and was buried. Yet before that, he told his disciples, right, several times that he would raise up his body according to the will of his father on the third day. Jesus had this very close relationship with his heavenly father. And as he emerges from the tomb on that third day, just imagine the great joy he would have experienced being gazed upon by his heavenly father, emerging from that tomb victorious, knowing that victory over sin and death has been won. In both of these stories, we encounter the paschal mystery, the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Albeit in different ways, one through a very human experience, one through a divine experience, but the divine who chose to enter into humanity and raise it up. In these two stories of apparent failure, where all seemed lost over, new life arose. There are what we can call paschal mystery moments, deaths and risings in our own life. Times when we go from tears to joy, confusion to clarity, anger at someone to forgiveness, grief to gladness, hate to love, injury to healing, failure to worthiness. Brothers and sisters, when all may seem lost in moments where it might seem like a little world is crumbling, God's grace, he wants to enter into that and rise us up from it. Maybe the death of a loved one, maybe you lose your job, lose a friend, broken relationship in the family, a difficult illness or a disability. Jesus Christ, truly risen from the dead, desires to enter into that. He desires to enter into our lives, especially right there, especially right in those times where it seems we have failed. We're in those times where we know our weakness. For it is in our weakness that Christ is glorified. St. Paul said in the second reading to the Colossians, For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ your life appears, then you too will appear with him in glory. Did you hear that? We have died. We have died. You're thinking, Father Kevin, why are you so happy about that? What does that mean? Well, through baptism, we have died with Christ. And as being made part of his body, we were raised, reborn. To me, that's very freeing because if I'm already dead, 
but alive in Christ, then failure already has a different meaning. If I'm dead, then there's no need to show forth something that I'm not, to put on some mask. I'm, I don't have a need to seek after you know, wealth, fame, pleasure, power for my own. It's Christ, rather, who am I to set my thoughts on, my heart on. It's within him that I am hidden. Then Christ can come forward victorious. So can I, by God's grace, can we, by God's grace, see the world in that light? So to close, let's meditate upon perhaps the greatest race ever recorded. If, if the Derek Redmond race was one of the top ones, well, the greatest race we heard in our gospel today. Mary Magdalene, realizing the tomb is empty, running to the disciples. And Peter and John together racing each other to the tomb. John finished faster, right? But he decided to let Peter look into the tomb first. So there they are when they arrived. They found the stone rolled away, the tomb empty. At first, they're a little confused and afraid. But then something remarkable happened. They had to look into the tomb. But the remarkable thing is then they had to look out of the tomb. Meaning, this realization they must have had that if Jesus is not here, he must be there. And this realization changed everything for them. My friends, the same can be true for us. This realization, let's, let's place ourselves there with Peter and John. Close your eyes for a moment and imagine that, looking into the tomb. Just ran that race to get there. Christ is not there. So we look away. Out, he must be here. When we recognize that Christ is risen, we begin to see the world in a new way, with eyes that are attuned to the love and grace of God the Father, and the presence of our Savior. God our Father is always there to support us and guide us, looking upon us with great love, even when we stumble and fall on our journey of faith. He is the one who gives us strength to keep going, to keep running towards the finish line, knowing that we will cross it together with him and with Jesus Christ, risen from the dead.